okay, try. Yeah. Um, there was a few people and even more people on Instagram too that were asking me how your um, competition, your annual competition, the Bowman competition is set up. So I thought we could do a really quick little blurb here and you could just give everyone the rundown of how you set this up, maybe start with why you set it up and then what the competition looks like. Sure, I can do that. Okay, go. Let me know if I get too detailed. Okay. So probably about three years ago at the start of COVID, and I'd actually been thinking of it before that too. I just wanted to have something on the horizon in the fall for good, honorable men to have hard fun in a competitive environment and uh, tie it to bow hunting as well as uh, a good strength and endurance challenge. So yeah, so we created the uh, the Bowman competition. So it's been going on for three years and uh, I have to say that we're evolving it every year and uh, I think this year was the, the best year yet. So that's probably why we started it. Well, um, so when you started it, um, you were gonna do that train to hunt yeah, I was thinking of doing the train to hunt in the States. In the States, right. But uh, the borders closed. Uh, I had some friends that were uh, planning on working in uh, or competing in triathlons, uh, shorter like sprint triathlons and different competitions of that sort. And everything just got shut down. And that's kind of when I turned on the idea of the Bowman competition. And yeah, and just to um, say, so the framework of it was it was like an invite only. It wasn't like this huge thing where anyone could come and do it because we're doing it right here on our farm, right? So yeah. it was like a select group of people. Yeah, absolutely. So very select and by invite only. And uh, my intent behind that was is to really pre-screen individuals so that we could really create a cohesive competitive uh, group of men uh, for good honorable competition where it's uh, very mutually supportive uh, kind of on that note too it's kind of neat because we have a an award for first place uh, we have an award for most kills and then uh, I think that the best award is the, the donkey's ass award which is for the last place uh, team and we kind of brought that in because I think the, the biggest motivation for everybody getting ready for the competition is to avoid being last. <laughs> um, yeah, why Why wouldn't people want a award that says donkey's ass on it? I just don't understand why you would well, want that. We actually have a trophy for it too. Well, that's the, what I mean. <laughs> with a that's donkey terrible. on it. <laughs> Okay, so the and when you say most kills, that's because of, of the way the competition is designed. So you're it's a bowman competition, but it's actually centered around bow hunting, right? Like the idea of using the bow throughout the course. So anyway, maybe it's but this is where you can just explain what what it is like, what how it's structured. Yeah, sure. So just to jump back one second, so the motto for our competition too is train, hunt, provide. The idea being that uh, we're training for the competition, uh, getting ready for bow hunting season and honing our bow hunting skills through an incredible amount of shooting as well as getting our uh, physical conditioning into peak form so that during hunting season we're ready and prepared, hopefully harvesting uh, wild game and then providing for our families. So it's kind of that whole idea of taking from uh, pre-hunting season to post-hunting season with uh, putting meat on the table. Hmm. Um, yeah, so in terms of the actual structure of the competition itself, uh, so it's evolved over the last three years and uh, the way we have it structured now is 
it's a cumulative time from the time you cross the start line till you uh, run across the finish line. Um, and so during that cumulative time, uh, the competitors complete a total of four hunts. And uh, so this is all done with uh, a partner, which was very important for me because I think most time when you're in the outdoors, you should be with somebody else for safety as well as uh, I think that uh, camaraderie. So that's a big part of the competition. There's core gear that you have to carry with you, uh, both by your within your pair uh, or individually. And that's all based around stuff that you would normally carry uh, into the woods for uh, a hunt. Um, and then there's some specialized equipment that we have for the competition too. So every competitor is required to have a 75 pound sandbag and every team's required to have uh, a game sled. And so when you cross the start line uh, with your fire team partner, uh, you have four hunts to complete. Uh, hunt one has some pre-hunt activities and that uh, there's four in total. Uh, so one of the activities in the pre-hunt is a high intensity interval training workout. Um, and so that's comprised of either a push, a pull, a press, or a squat. And uh, two of those workouts are combined together to create the workout for the team. So for example, uh, you might get a push-pull workout uh, where you'd have to complete so many push-ups uh, followed by uh, so many pull-ups and then uh, you complete your workout. In terms of figuring out what workout you get, uh, you and your fire team partner have to fire an arrow at a 3D target. And if you get a kill, you get to select your portion of the workout. If you get a wound or a miss, it's randomly assigned to you. And for any misses during the entire competition as well, uh, you're assigned penalty burpees. So for example, if you're doing pre-hunt one, the hit workout, uh, I fire uh, the 3D animal, get a kill. I, I might select push-ups because I like push-ups. And then my partner Andrew might fire an arrow and uh, get a wound and he's randomly assigned pull-ups. So then our workout will be a, a push pull uh, workout and we have to complete that in its entirety before we can move on to uh, the next pre-hunt activity. So there's three more pre-hunt activities. There's a, a sled push pull. Uh, then there's also a shooting component where uh, you fire arrows at uh, 50 yards, 40 yards, 30 yards, 20 yards. You get any misses, you have to do uh, penalty burpees as well. And there's an equipment prep. So that's all part of the pre-hunt activities associated with uh, hunt number one. And then once you're complete those four activities, you move into hunt number one, which is grabbing your friendly 75 pound uh, sandbag, throwing it on your back, and then setting off on a two kilometer trail and uh, running that trail with your partner uh, and your sandbags on your back. Also, um, just to butt in here for a minute. So you're when you're, you're always in all of these, um, regardless of, of what leg you're on or lap you're on or whatever you call it, what hunt you're on, I guess is what you're calling it. Um, you always have your bow with you and your arrows, right? Yeah, because so, of the structure of what's happening when you're yeah. actually on the trail. Yeah, so bow, arrows, all your competition gear, which would be that stuff that I said before that you would normally carry with you on a hunt. And uh, yeah, you always have to be within 10 feet of uh, your fire team partner for, for all the activities. 
Um, yeah, so it's very much, again, like uh, it's you and your partner uh, working your way and navigating your way through all these events and uh, doing it completely in tandem. The nice thing is, too, with like the, uh, the hit uh, portion of the workout or the competition is that, uh, yeah, like uh, if we're working on pull-ups, uh, I can do so many pull-ups. I hand over my partner. He does pull-ups. I do pull-ups because everything is done consecutively. Nothing can be done at the same time. So it's always a bit of a strategy is woven into the entire competition as well in terms of how you break down, uh, how you work through like the designated amount of pull-ups and push-ups or the designated amount of squats and uh, uh, yeah, shoulder press. So it's all kind of woven together with you and your partner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, the timer has the timer starts while you're here, uh, like just in the back, and you do all your pre-hunt activities that you've just outlined. Now you've thrown your sandbag on your back, you've got your bow, and you head out into the forest where there's a is a two point four kilometer lap. Yeah, it's a two kilometer lap. Two kilometer, close, yeah. just a, I think it's a bit over, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So you do the you do you you're running through this trail in the woods. Um, in one direction and that direction changes depend you oppose directions right depending what lap leg you're on or what hunt you're on yeah it's kind of neat with our woods so it's a it's got a straight initial portion and there's like a circular route and so every hunt how you navigate that circular route uh, changes to the opposing direction mm -hmm. and uh, and along that route uh, there's 10 3d targets that are uh stationed along the entire two kilometer route and then uh, during the subsequent hunts uh, you'll be engaging those targets as well so it's kind of a lead-in I guess to hunt or pre-hunt number two which is essentially the same activities as pre-hunt one so there's the the hit workouts where again you and your partner shoot arrows identifying what your workout is going to be made up of uh, there's another shooting portion, but this time we do the half yardages. So it'd be like from 45 yards, 35 yards, uh, 25 yards, and 15. Again, with assigned uh, burpees. You do your another like sled push pull and another equipment prep heading off into hunt number two. Now hunt number two is a bit different though, because this time you and your partner are gonna take your sandbags, uh, you're gonna throw them into a game sled, and then it's you and your partner pulling that sled and sandbags while carrying your competition gear and carrying your bow and arrows over the two kilometer course. And this time while you're on uh, the hunting course, uh, you're actually engaging uh, five targets each. So the way we assigned it, I would shoot the odd targets on hunt number two, and my partner would be shooting uh, the even targets. Uh, and then after that two-kilometer run with game sled, sandbags, competition gear, bows, and arrows, except our arrows are now left on the course in the targets. If we actually hit the targets, we arrive back for hunt number three. And so really the the there's the big challenge there is like the fatigue the muscle fatigue the heavy breathing and like controlling yourself when you get to these targets along so you're trying to be fast because you're in a competition but accuracy is important as well right well for sure and i think this is kind of a something that i very much learned while i was in the military is that uh, you can do all the training you want under the most perfect conditions but that doesn't reflect into times of duress when you're fatigued, tired, breathing hard, uh, under pressure, uh, and you, you have the adrenaline flowing. So the nice thing with the way this competition is structured is it's, it's meant to simulate 
putting yourself into very arduous conditions with very strenuous circumstance so that you have to absolutely regulate your breathing in order to shoot an arrow in order to, in order to achieve a kill. And uh, we're very hard on individuals for any miss. If they miss the 3D target, it's an immediate uh, penalty of uh, 10 burpees. And the idea behind that was is we want ethical hunts, uh, one shot, uh, one kill. Uh, and it's very much a focus for us, for individuals to come into the competition with the idea of achieving the most kills possible. And uh, because during hunting season, you want to, again, put yourself into the best position, circumstance possible to bring game home to, to put onto the table. So if you miss and you do those burpees, do you shoot again? No. So oh. you, so yeah, so it's a, uh, it's just lost. Everybody has five arrows in their quiver before they actually head out for each respective hunt. Uh, and then they would shoot, uh, like I would shoot five arrows. My partner would shoot five arrows because there's 10, uh, targets on the course. So mm -hmm. we'd leave those arrows in the targets. Mm -hmm. And then during the next pre hunt, we would, uh, refill our quiver so that, uh, we can head out again for the next hunt, uh, fully prepared for whatever targets we have. Right. Okay, so you've now finished uh, the second. You're saying you're calling it a hunt, but it's really it's a leg around in the woods, right? Yep, Where you're in, yep. yeah. And so you're coming back, and there's so there's four in total, right? Four hunts, or yep. So we finished uh, hunt two is complete when we come back to the central staging area again with our sled with two sandbags, uh, me and my partner with all our competition gear, bows and arrows. Hunt number three, uh, the pre-hunt activity for pre number, the pre-hunt activity for hunt number three really is just putting five new arrows into our quivers, dropping off the sleds and sandbags in the staging area, and then turning right back out again and going back out for hunt number three, which is another two-kilometer run. But this time, all that we have with us is our competition gear, uh, our bow, our arrows, and now we're trying to navigate that two kilometer course as fast as possible, but still between my partner and I, uh, again, shooting five arrows at five of the 3D targets each for a total of 10 targets. Mm -hmm. um, I should also mention that um, our forest is very hilly yeah. and rough, That's and so a, a lot of rock. And I was going to ask you, so this year, do you change what direction you're going for each leg, or is it always the same? No, so so each time you change direction going around that circular portion, and it's yeah. kind of interesting because one way there's uh, a slow downhill followed by a very steep uphill and then kind of flat, and right. then going the other direction, it's kind of the opposite, so very steep downhill and then a very gradual uphill so it's it's a good challenge and this year i chose to do the sled pull with the uh steep incline circular path so it was a different challenge and man it was some good so you fun. you were pulling the sled up from the cedar woods then yeah, up from the cedar woods oh okay yeah because that's a really steep hill yeah that's even a challenge to walk up kind of so yeah so it was, yeah. A, it was a good, uh, good challenge this year. <laughs> okay okay so you're back you go you you're on your third leg you run now it's it's probably your speed is quite a bit more because you're you've dropped all the weight and um, then you get back from that and then... Yeah, and kind of just your earlier question was about uh, just in terms of gauging your breath again. And it's kind of neat now because you've done 
one hunt with like a significant amount of weight behind you. Now you're doing another hunt just with uh, kind of more freewheeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you still have to gauge your speed. Like, do you want to sprint between 3D targets or do you want to go slower? Uh, and you still want to be very competitive because, again, we're in this to win. So it's, it's kind of a neat way to, again, it's all your strategy. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of strategy built into the competition as well. Mm-hmm. So we get back from uh, hunt number three, uh, and hunt number four is really just uh, kind of like your trophy shoot. Um, so you get back to the staging area, and then we have a, a 3D uh, full-size deer um, out at uh, 50 yards, and you have to take two arrows each and uh, shoot your two arrows to see if you can achieve a kill on that uh, full-size deer at 50 yards. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you and your partner are done your two shots, uh, your running time finishes, and that's your total time while you're on the course. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so you have people sort of coming in at different times. It's it's staggered, depending. Yeah, so um, staggered by 10 minutes each. Right, and then... So what determines, how do you then do the calculation for, um, I know at the end of it, when every, once everyone had completed it, you and Andrew went out and collected all the arrows. So you were able and, and how does the scoring work, I guess? Yeah. So we have a a head judge, uh, who has a scorecard. And, uh, so in terms of the first place team, uh, and I guess the, uh, the team that wins the, uh, the donkey's ass award, it's pretty easy. It's just, uh, you take your start time, finish time, calculate your total time. And, uh, it's pretty evident, uh, where people land. Mm-hmm. So this year, um, on average, I think it took about two hours and five minutes to complete the entire course. Um, that was on average. I think the well, I know that the top team finished in an hour and forty eight, and then uh, from there it was spread out uh, until we got to the, the last place team. When it comes to most kills, that's an individual award, uh, and the way we score that every shot taken, and there's twenty two shots taken uh, during the entire competition. Uh, every shot that hits the kill zone, uh, you get a point for. Um, and so on the 3D course, all the arrows are left in the targets. And then after the competition is completely done, all the competitors are back and we're into the barbecue that we do afterwards. Uh, my partner and I head back out and we go collect all the arrows that are out on the hunt portion of the course. Uh, and we basically take a picture so everybody can see where they their arrows were shot. Sometimes we're collecting uh, arrows off of the ground because there's actually one uh, 3D target that's actually a turkey in front of a, a rock wall face. It's kind of hilarious. It's, it's only about a 25-yard shot. Uh, but if you miss, your arrow's done. And uh, typically, like, the point is pushed halfway up the arrow and splintered on the ground. So... So that's kind of a fun one. But we, but Andrew and I go collect all the arrows. We kind of wrap them together for all the kills. We wrap all the kills together, and then all the misses we kind of just throw into uh, our sled. And then we come back, and then it's a matter of we all stand around and kind of unwind the tape for each target that has the kills. And people pick their arrows, and we just add up the cumulative score for most kills yeah because so. each arrow is marked to whose arrow it belongs to right so yeah, yeah, everyone exactly. knows who's their yeah who their arrows is and then um yeah and then afterwards there's um i think the temperature this year was 34 degrees celsius it was the hottest year we've had it was it hot, was so, sti- yeah. even just to be out there watching and stuff was 
Yeah, we started at 10, and I think uh, the first team went out at 10, and we started our barbecue at, I want to say, just before 1. Mm. What's 34 in Fahrenheit? No idea. Pretty hot. Hella hot. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> okay, so every year you and um, our dear friend Andrew win. Yeah, he's quite the uh, yeah, friend and amazing athlete. So, yes, yeah. we love Andrew. Yes, we do. Um, so you guys have done quite a few competitions together now, all sorts of things, hey? Yeah, we've done everything from a, a canoe race in Hamilton to, uh, I think it was a 100-kilometer mountain bike race <laughs> to a couple adventure races. It's fun to look over your yeah. racing things and look at how you guys are aging over the years, too. Yeah, it's hey? interesting to look back in the pictures. We pulled out one there the other day, and Andrew and I look so Oh, little young. boys, little youngins. And um, yeah, so you guys have won every year, which is pretty cool because some of the competitors are over 20 years younger than you. Some are 10 years younger than you. But I think the ones closest to you guys are still in their early 30s, I think. Yeah. 30s, yeah. early 30s. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, hey? it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta keep on establishing our dominance. So. Yes, right, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's about it, unless there's anything else that you wanted to no. say about it. I just want to say that uh, for me, uh, the reason why I organize it every year, it's just really important to have kind of this milestone on the calendar to train for, but also to introduce. Uh, yeah, actually, every year we've had a new team join, and uh, most of the new teams have either picked up bow hunting within the year uh, and then they're really focusing on honing their bow hunting skills as well as getting uh, more fit and so every year we try to bring in new a uh, new team or two and it's just so nice to see the group grow with such a collegial fun atmosphere that's so supportive and kind of building in like customs every year new traditions and having it afterwards followed by a barbecue with uh, people bring their partners, uh, their, their their wives, uh, their kids, and so it's quite a festive deal afterwards too. Uh, so I really enjoy that part, and I think that's the reason why uh, every year it's been growing and getting better because mm-hmm. it's good, hard fun with great, honorable men and uh, with the absolute support of uh, their wives and kids in attendance. So yeah, so it's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I guess that's just the last thing is that Um, in order for that to continue to grow in a manageable way because it is just on our farm we don't want a bunch of people here that we don't even know that are not respectful that this is our home is um, but also in a way where you guys are sort of cohesive and there is that that spirit of like camaraderie and and support and like good-natured ribbing and fun and all that sort of thing is that it's not nobody can join like it has to be through someone else it's a friend of one of the people that are already here right there's like a control of who can who can participate for sure it's by invite only and like i'm not in this to make money off of it and uh well there is no money yeah there is no money (laughs) i have no intention to probably go to a different venue even so yeah Mm -hmm. so it's just a a small growth and uh it's people people that are invited are yeah friends of friends and it's uh it's been a great way to do it so Mm -hmm. it's just that it's i was thinking this year how amazing it was to me just to 
watch you and how much organization goes into it and what you put into it. And I think if that was me, I would be kind of overwhelmed by that amount of thing. But that stuff seems to feed you like you really it's something that you really look forward to and you like to challenge yourself in that way. And when we were watching you, um, I was talking to a couple of the other women and we were all just saying like, if you know, if you knew you had a competition coming up today and it was 34 degrees outside and, you know, you had to run around and carry sandbags and all this, would you be all hyped up about it? We were just like unanimously heinous, <laughs> heinous. And you guys were all in such good spirits about it. And like, you know, we for a while we were standing on the trail watching as people were coming up after doing a loop and like just like the things that you guys were saying. And it was just so such great entertainment when you're not the one doing it. But um, it's just really nice to see like how I mean, it's like watching a different um creature like looking at hearing a different language because i i to me that's not like um something but i i can see that you guys really um love pushing yourselves and testing yourselves to those extreme limits and then afterwards is just the um you know all those endorphins are going and everyone's in such a good mood and we had the cold plunge this year and everyone that (laughs) that was a hit everyone was going in there and but The thing that I will never understand is how you push yourself to that kind of level and that kind of heat, that kind of physical endurance, and then you guys all crack open a beer minutes after completing it. It just, I just don't get it. I would just barf my lungs out if that was me, but. Oh yeah, that's one of the the best parts. We've kind of done that since the beginning. We have Mm -hmm. like a, a Bose beer glass bottle tradition where we keep them all in a, a cooler waiting at the finish line until the very last competitor crosses the line and then we all congregate cheer the last team to, to cross the finish line and then stand around and do cheers i guess with our lug tread bottles and it's a uh, it's nice right mm-hmm. because again it's this idea of supporting each other and um from there going into good food and good company and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah we have a good barbecue um and for those americans listening bose lug tread is like a canadian organic beer in these big giant glass bottles it's probably like a liter of beer would you say Absolutely. it's not exactly a bottle <laughs> <laughs> but they each have one okay yeah so that's good thanks for do you want to say anything else or is that yeah, i don't think so. okay yeah. Yeah, thanks for uh, explaining that to us all. Well, thanks for having me, darling. Okay. Bye, everyone. See you, everyone.